this edition of the PBWF Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show that is brought to you by us here at the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, the show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Be sure to follow us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Andy York, the leader of the Mayhem brand. Andy, week number 10. Yeah, man, it's... uh. I, I'm having a blast doing this, and I, you know, this kind of a peek behind the curtain. This week has been kind of a busy week, and then we kind of had to decide how we were going to record these episodes Correct. this week. So this week I was, I've had this week booked for a while. Yes. Next week's episode, it, it we'll see how it goes. But uh, <laughs> I'm excited, man. I'm very excited to kind of go back through and pick up on some stuff that we left off of and a lot of cliffhangers and i know we both still have a couple of uh surprises up our sleeves yes, we that do. we're, we're yep. waiting to to pull out of the bag and so I'm, I'm i'm excited about it we definitely do it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, brad beal is not able to join us for this episode he is i got some family things going on so we told brad just to uh just to take care of that and don't worry about making do with us so we won't have any crowd noises we won't have any bells or anything fun like that but we're still gonna truck on we're still gonna put together some great shows for you speaking of great shows week nine I went on record, Andy, and said that week nine was the best thing that we've done collectively the whole time that we've been doing this. And going back and re-listening to it, I back up that <laughs> statement. I think it's the best thing we've done. Yeah, week nine is uh, we set the bar really high. We did, and so now week ten, I'm 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 nervous about week ten because of how high the bar was set in week nine. But I'm I'm I, both of us put on bangers of a show. We did not just like sports entertainment wise but like wrestling wise we had some some matches on there as well that was really deep and really cool as well so it yeah week nine is probably my favorite week so far other than probably the second pay-per-view like the second pay-per-view is my favorite that yes. we've done but week nine is my favorite week to week show we've done second pay-per-view was a blast go back and check it out it was addicted to chaos and battle lines and then of course week nine like we're referencing go back and check it out but we're going to quickly recap it for you uh, just hitting the high points i will go first um steve austin gave his first State of the Revolution address announcing that the next pay-per-view will be called Call Your Shot. It will be featuring two Call Your Shot gauntlet ladder matches, which you will hear about later. Um, The main event featured Chelsea Green going after the Women's Championship against Shayna Baszler. Chelsea was unsuccessful, but we saw some sort of unholy alliance (laughs) with Chelsea and Britt Baker in the debut of Ronda Rousey. We also saw the debut of Santana and Ortiz as they advanced in our tag team title tournament, which Andy will allude to when he previews week nine. Um, We also, let's see, what else did we see? Uh, um, Oh, it was announced that... um, Matt Cardona is going to get a world title shot on week number 10. Chris Jericho is being... Trolled. Trolled. That's the right (laughs) word. Trolled by something, some sort of something. We don't know what's going on. Um, Miz and Randy Orton had a banger of a match. Edge and Christian also advanced in the tag title tournament. That's week nine on the Revolution side. What you got over there on Mayhem? Yeah, so uh, week nine for us, we started off with the uh, the Elite coming out, licking their wounds after... uh 
taken a beating at Addicted to Chaos. Um, and then Finn Balor came out and he kind of realized that he needed some help. And that help came in the form of the PBWF Revolution. Yes, I said Revolution Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers. And their good, good brother, AJ Styles, uh, Bullet Club, is now officially on the Mayhem brand. And uh, we've already got a war set between Bullet Club and the Elite that's going to be taking place at Warzone um, because William Regal came out as they were all brawling put an end to it and then try to get the tag titles back from the good brothers. They refused. So he called a little uh, stone cold to come out and take care of business. And <laughs> stone cold had a good old fashioned stunner party, stunning everybody in the mama out in the ring. Um, the bar made their PBWF mayhem debut, um, basically squashing the new day. Uh, then we had a very interesting segment between Brock Lesnar and the fiend with, uh, Julia Hart making her debut mm -hmm. spraying black mist into Brock Lesnar's face. Maybe that'll come up later. Maybe it won't. Um, and then Miro destroyed, uh, Miro destroyed MJF, Drew McIntyre and Walter are looking like they're going into a feud punk and Joe, uh, are going into a feud. And then uh, I love the fact that we both have set up... I think this is the second or third time we've done this. We've both set up championship matches going into our like second show of the of the month mm -hmm. um, because Kevin Owens is defending the Pure Wrestling Championship against Sami Zayn in a ladder match mm. uh, this week, which is going to be very interesting. And it was set up not by Kevin Owens, but it was set up by Seth Rollins. So... <laughs> Kevin Owens joined Rev uh, Revision. Seth Rollins put that in there. And then we found out that the women's championship match at Warzone is going to be a triple threat between Becky, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. Very nice. So. Very nice. So as we alluded to on week nine, trades have happened. Obviously, you have seen <laughs> the result of one of those trades so far. Um, the entire club is now on the Mayhem brand. Technically, you've seen two Technically, yes. But um, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Actually, this week. So. We'll get into that this week. Okay. <laughs> we'll reveal that once. Yeah. We'll explain what happened there. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the club is on the Mayhem brand. Mm -hmm. You will be revealing part of a trade, and I will be revealing part of a trade on week 10 mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll get to that when that comes around. All right. Speaking of week 10, Revolution is up first. 30 minutes on the clock. You got the timer over there? Yep. Again, it's a two-man show here. Y'all, we're missing Brad Beal, so we're going to do the best we can. Hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. Brad makes this thing go a lot smoother. Brad makes it go so much smoother. It's why he's the man at the gorilla He says position. all the time, I don't know why I'm here. This is why you're this here, This is Brad. exactly why you you're here, You help everything run so much smoother. I know Brad's listening to this right now, and he is chuckling, but this is, this is why yeah. Brad is here. He makes it go smooth. All right, here we go. 30 minutes on the clock. Revolution is up first. Week 10, PBWF. Here we go.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a historic episode of Revolution. I am Tom Hanovan, joined by Corey Graves and the Hall of Famer JBL. And this week, for the first time ever on the Revolution program, the World Heavyweight Championship will be defended as Matt Cardona will challenge the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. We will also see the first round of the tag title tournament conclude with two exciting matches, as well as Chris Jericho in singles action. But we are kicking off the show tonight with tag team action. After her surprise debut last week, Ronda Rousey will get in the ring to kick off the show tonight. And her tag team partner dubbed the other four horsewomen. It is the Revolution Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler, who Rousey came out and assisted at the end of the show last week. So they're going to tag up against the two women who started this whole mess, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> the hot mess. Chelsea Green making her way to the ring. And her best friend, the woman that thought that we thought they were going to tear each other apart, but they're on the same page. It's Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Tag team action to kick off Revolution. Here we go. The bell sounds, and this one is underway. Starting out, Chelsea Green and Ronda Rousey in the ring. Chelsea looks absolutely terrified, especially after what happened to her husband at the end of the show last week. <laughs> but she moves to the center to try to lock up with Ronda. Ronda starts coming at Chelsea with body blows. Backing her into the corner, the ref calls for the break. Chelsea immediately tags in Britt Baker. She wants no part of Ronda Rousey. Britt seems fine, though. Goes to take Ronda head on. They lock up. Huge takeover. Ronda going for the armbar. Britt rolls over, has Ronda's shoulders pinned. Ronda realizes it and rolls over after only a one count. Both women to their feet. Britt goes for a super kick. Ronda just swats her leg away and grabs her for another takedown. <laughs> Britt manages to roll to the outside. Her and Chelsea appear to be bailing on this one, but here comes Baszler from behind to cut them off. They turn around the other way. There's Ronda on the other side. Ronda and Baszler both charge in, grabbing Britt and Chelsea. Takedowns, double arm bars on the outside of the ring. Both women are tapping out, but it is on the outside of the ring. The ref finally gets control of this, breaks it up. Ronda and Shayna are back in the ring as we head to our first commercial break. We are back. The tide has shifted in this match. Shayna Baszler in the ring with Britt Baker. Britt with the advantage, really wearing down the women's champion here. She's got Shayna down, appears to be choking her. That draws Ronda in, but the ref, as she's trying to keep Ronda Rousey out... Chelsea comes in, and they're double-teaming Baszler behind the ref's back. Ronda's inexperience is actually making things worse here for her partner. Finally, Baszler able to break free, makes a tag to Ronda, but as soon as she's in, huge super kick by Britt Baker. Chelsea gets in, grabs Shayna. Looks like Britt and Chelsea are going for a double Pittsburgh Sunrise in stereo, the move that we thought was the point of contention. Both come down. Shayna and Ronda both counter at the same time, pick the leg, like they latch on the ankle lock submission hold, double ankle locks, turning Britt and Chelsea around center of the ring, nowhere to go. Both of them look like they're about to tap out, but they grab each other's hand to try not to let the other one ta 
snap. Britt and Chelsea putting all their strength together. They pull their arms, actually pulling towards each other, causing Ronda and Shayna to collide in the center of the ring. Britt grabs Ronda, roll up one, two, three. That's it. Britt Baker steals the win here. Wow. What? What a turn of events. A miscommunication, intentional or unintentional, by Rousey and Baszler. Britt and Chelsea picking up a big win. Right place, right time. Wow. We cut backstage. (laughs) Kayla Braxton is there with Stone Cold Steve Austin. She asked him why he finally decided to grant Matt Cardona his world championship match. Steve said it's because Matt finally proved himself. Took matters into his own hands. Didn't like the cards he was dealt, but he went all in anyway. That's the kind of willingness and competitiveness that I want to see from all the superstars here on Revolution. About that time, Matt Cardona walks into frame with his arm in a sling, and he says, Steve, Steve, after what Ronda did to me last week, I don't think I can compete tonight. Maybe we can postpone this match to another week. And Austin says, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just got done putting you over about how much you've impressed me. Now you want to pull this crap? Matt said, it's not crap, sir. I got checked out by the doctors, and and maybe it's best. Austin interrupts, and he said, I know you were checked by the doctors. I talked to him already. You're cleared to go tonight. The match is on. Matt, if you decide not to show up, you will never get an opportunity at the world title again. Austin walks away. Matt looks incredibly distraught as we head to commercial break. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for an opening round contest in the tournament to crown new tag team champions. Representing the bloodline, Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. And we know the Usos will be facing another brand new team here on Revolution. But who is it going to be? Oh, my goodness. Coming over from the Mayhem brand, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., the Lucha Bros. What a shocker. My goodness, the bell sounds. We are underway here. Ray Phoenix and Jey Uso starting this one out hot and heavy. Uh, But Jimmy and Jay, they still have these stunned looks on their face. They don't know what to expect. Fast-paced action, lock up into a Jey Uso headlock. Ray Phoenix powers into a hammerlock. Huge chop to the chest of Jay. Ray with those hands locked. He runs up to the corner, triple jump, springboard off the ropes. Huge arm drag, sending Jay all the way across the ring. He tags in Jimmy. Jimmy charges in. Phoenix sidesteps. Jimmy goes to the corner. Pentagon holds him there. Phoenix, huge super kick in the corner. Phoenix picks Jimmy up, puts him in the tree of woe, and he tags in Pentagon. Pentagon to the top rope. Double foot stomp to Jimmy Uso. First cover of the match. One, two, but Jay is in to break it up. Phoenix is in now. He knocks Jay to the outside. Jimmy is slightly recovered. He rolls out to check on Jay. But the Lucha Brothers over the top rope, diving both, diving onto both Usos as we crash to commercial break. We are back. Segment four. We're towards the end of the match now. Pentagon and Jay Uso are the legal men. They're staggering to their feet, trading big right hands. Jay swings, pin the ducks, hits a super kick. Rocks Jay back to the ropes, blind tag by Jimmy. Jay comes back with a super kick. Rocks Penta. He staggers back, blind tag from Phoenix. 
Penta comes back. He and Jay stereo super kicks on each other. Ray Phoenix rolls in through the second rope, catches Jimmy with a cutter. What a move. The cover, one, two, Jimmy kicks out. Penta looks to be setting Jimmy up for a Canadian destroyer, but Jay recovers, super kicks Penta. They shoot him off the ropes for the 1D, but Phoenix, he grabs Jay with a huge Hurricane Rana. Jimmy, though, he still thinks he's there, so he lowers his head. Pentagon catches him, Canadian destroyer off the ropes. Ray Phoenix to the top rope. Pentagon grabs Jimmy, package pile driver position. Ray comes off, drop kicks Jimmy on the way down. Pentagon ties up Jay. Phoenix with the pin. One, two, three. The Lucha Brothers. A huge win in their debut. They will move on in the tag team title tournament to face Edge and Christian in two weeks. The commercial battle, break. The Battle of the Canadian Destroyers. That is, that is and, correct. And Edge. <laughs> that is correct. Maybe I'll put one of those in there. All right. Segment five. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Alexa Bliss making her way to the ring now. You heard about this match last week. It's a match for our GM to scout talent so he can determine who is going to be in the Call Your Shot gauntlet ladder match. So these two women, they're still friends. They're still tag partners, but they accepted this match knowing the weight of what is on the line. So it's going to be Candice LeRae versus Alexa Bliss one-on-one. The bell sounds... And we are underway. The two ladies, excuse me, two ladies shake hands in the center of the ring. Sign of respect there. They lock up. Alexa gets the headlock shoot. Candace shoots her off the ropes. Alexa with the tackle. Drop down. Leapfrog. Candace grabs Alexa. Japanese arm drag. Followed by a huge drop kick. Alexa selling up into the corner. Candace charges. Hip attack in the corner. Snapmares Alexa over. Follows it up with a rolling head snap. Very reminiscent of Mr. Perfect right there. A few minutes go by in the match. Candace is still in control. Goes to pick Alexa up for the brain buster. Alexa slips behind. Grabs Candace and takes her down by her hair. Alexa hits the double knee drop. Rolls over. Backflip lands the double knees right on Candace. The cover one, two, kick out by Candace LeRae. Alexa going to the outside of the ring, standing on the apron. Candace recovers, stuns Alexa though, hits a rope hung neck breaker through the ropes. Alexa falls to the floor. That will buy Candace a little bit of time as we head to commercial break. We are back. Tail end of this matchup. Candace trying to set Alexa up for Miss LeRae's wild ride from the top turnbuckle. But Alexa has a sleeper of sorts on Candace just hanging there. The ref is counting Alexa, possibly a DQ, so she breaks the hold. Alexa going for that signature DDT, but Candace with a roll-up. One, two, shoulder up by Alexa Bliss. Alexa's up. She goes for a clothesline. Candace ducks, backstabber into the Mrs. Gargano escape. But Alexa has it well scouted. She rolls Candace up out of it immediately. One, two, kick out. Kick to the gut. DDT by Alexa Bliss. But that is not enough. She is dragging Candace to the corner. 
going to the top looking for Twisted Bliss, but she is gassed. She's taking a bit too long. Candace recovers, meets Alexa at the top rope. What is this? Candace, she's getting Alexa position, turns her around from the top rope. Poison Rana from the top rope. What a maneuver. The cover, the count. One, two, three. Candace Ray, victorious in an incredibly hard-fought matchup. She helps Alexa to her feet. They embrace what a show of friendship between these two after a highly contested matchup. We cut to the ring, or sorry, we cut to the locker room, rather. The major players of Matt Cardona is just pacing around the locker room. He is just freaking out, man. Um, Sorry. I was trying to had something on my phone there. Um, Brian looks up and he says, Broski, calm down, man. This is your one shot. I suggest you stop belly aching about the situation. Man up. Go win that world title. Now, I'd love to stay and listen to you complain some more. But Smart Mark and I have our first round tournament match. We got to go. As they exit, Britt Baker and Adam Cole walk into the locker room. Britt and Adam both hug Chelsea. They're all smiles. They're happy. Cardona says, what is this? Chelsea, don't you know I have the most important match of my life to try to figure out something for with only one arm? And you bring these guys in here? Britt, okay, fine. But this guy? Cole, what are you doing here? Adam Cole gets in his face and he says, I was invited here, Matt. The two stare each other down as we cut to commercial break. Hmm. We are back. Segment seven tag team action. Here comes the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers, and his tag team partner, Smart Mark Sterling. It's the first time in nine weeks or ten weeks we've heard this entrance music. <laughs> the Dirty Dogs making their way to the ring. Robert Root and Dolph Ziggler looking to stake their claim in this tag team tournament. The bell sounds. We are underway. Smart Mark Sterling is actually going to start this match off with Dolph Ziggler. After a few exchanges, Smart Mark off the ropes. Ziggler goes for a super kick. Mark's, Mark hangs onto the ropes, though, turns around, and he points to his brain, saying he's too smart for this. But Ziggler zigzag hits Sterling in the middle of the ring. The cover one. Two, Brian Myers in to make the save. A few minutes go by. Brian is legal with Robert Roode. Roode comes off the ropes. Myers ducks his head for a back body drop, but Roode catches him. Glorious DDT from out of nowhere. The cover, one. Two, Smart Mark pulls Brian Myers under the ropes, out of the ring. They are trying to regroup as we head to commercial break. We are back here. First round matchup in the tag title tournament. Robert Root is legal with Smart Mark Sterling. Mark dives toward Myers, but Root catches him in midair with a huge double A spine buster. Uh, Smart Mark trying to get out of the ring, but to no avail. Root makes the tag to Ziggler. Ziggler comes over. He knocks Myers off the apron. Ziggler sent up for the super kick in the corner. Smart Mark gets to his feet, but Myers, he grabs Ziggler's foot so he can't get anywhere. Smart Mark comes in with a big splash in the corner and he tags in Brian Myers. Myers is up to the top rope. Huge heat seeking elbow drop on Dolph Ziggler. The cover one, 
two. Bobby Roode in to make the save. Myers sets up in the corner going for the spear. Charges in Ziggler leapfrog. Myers hits the other buckle. Staggers out. Zigzag. The cover. One, two. Shoulder up by Brian Myers. Ziggler extremely frustrated here. Tags in Roode. Roode is going to measure Myers for another glorious DDT. Roode hooks him up. Myers, though, rolls, rolls him up. Rolls around. One, two. Kick out. Root charges in. Roster cut. Lariat by Brian Myers. The cover. One, two, three. That is it. Brian Myers and Smart Mark Sterling. What a great first round matchup. They are going to move on to semifinal action coming up next week. We cut backstage and we see... What do we see? Steve Austin in his office. That's what we see. <laughs> There's a knock at the door. Tommaso Ciampa walks in to Steve Austin's office. Ciampa said he took out Ziggler last week. He feels like he's proved himself worthy of another Intercontinental title contenders match. Austin agrees, but he says it's going to be against a brand new superstar next week. Commercial break. <laughs> yes alright we come back from commercial break we are at the commentary table We're uh, our commentators inform us that Chris Jericho was supposed to be in singles action tonight but uh, we've gotten word that Wait, there's a camera backstage. Jericho is leaving the gorilla position with his ring gear on. He looks to be headed straight for the exit. Steve Austin catches up with him, wants to know what's going on, man. Jericho says he just can't go back out there right now. He's not sure what happened last week, but he has not been right since. He tells Steve he just he cannot compete tonight. All of a sudden, the lights backstage start <laughs> flickering. What is it? What is going on? Jericho looking around. He said, Steve. Jericho's freaking out. All of a sudden, the lights totally go out. We still hear this creaking noise. What is this? The lights come back on. All of a sudden, there's a crow backstage. Jericho runs the other way, and we zoom in on the crow's feet. He has a little piece of paper. It says... See you soon. <laughs> I don't know what the meaning of all that was. Oh, uh, that's awesome. But it is now time for our main event of the evening. Fasten your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the World Heavyweight Championship. The Bloodline making their entrance. Pyro going off. We don't have Brad here to do it, but the pyro's going <laughs> off. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you. <laughs> the Usos head back to the back. But Roman Reigns is headed to the ring with his special counsel, Paul Heyman. Will we get a challenger? Will Matt Cardona be able to compete? We'll find out after this commercial break. What segment is this? Segment 10, we are back here on Revolution. It's main event time. The champion is already in the ring. Now we wait. Well, there's the music. Here comes Chelsea Green. But where 
Well, there he is. His arm's in a sling, but he's got his gear on. Matt Cardona says he's always ready. We're going to find out if that's really true tonight. Matt gets in the ring. Mike Rome does the championship introductions. The referee holds up the title, calls for the bell, and here we go. The world title is on the line, not on a pay-per-view, on Revolution. Matt Cardona is trying to psych himself up here. Roman is just laughing. He's pointing at Matt's arm, and he says to Heyman, says, there's no way he's going to beat me with one arm. But Matt charges with Roman's back turn, huge forearm in the corner. He starts pounding on Roman Reigns. He gets Roman in a seated position. Looks like he's measuring him for that broski boot. Charges in. Roman moves, grabs Cardona, rear naked choke, a sleeper of sorts. He's just trying to use his power, but Cardona counters belly to back soup on the champ. Roman gets up. Matt charges in, going for a clothesline, instinctively trying to use that right arm, but he can't due to that attack by Ronda Rousey last week. Roman grabs him. Big Samoan drop. Goes for the cover. One, two, kick out by Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona, he staggers up. Roman off the ropes. Big flying clothesline. Roman rolls Cardona to the outside of the ring and just rips the sling off of Matt Cardona's arm. Takes his arm, bashes it on the steel steps. And Roman stands on the steps celebrating. As you can see, Matt trying to reach up to pull himself up. Roman grabs him, arm first into the ring post. Cardona staggering around. Roman measures him, spear through the barricade. Unbelievable. The dominance of our world champion. We will have the conclusion of this main event when we come back. Here we go. Final segment of the night. Roman Reigns totally in control of this match. Cardona has been unable to answer the ref's count, but Roman keeps going in and out of the ring to break the count, so the match has continued. Matt finally makes his way to his feet, leaned up against the apron. Here comes Roman. Drive by to Matt Cardona. I get the feeling Roman could win this match whenever he wants, but he's just toying with Matt Cardona. Finally, the champ puts him in the ring, sets him up in the corner. He's calling for a Superman punch, and he hits it on Matt Cardona, center of the ring. Roman's not done, though. Goes back to the corner. Looks to be lining up for a spear, but here comes Chelsea Green. She gets on the apron. She starts yelling at Roman Reigns. All of a sudden, Heyman gets up on the apron. He and Chelsea start arguing. Low blow to Paul Heyman by Chelsea Green. You had to see that coming. While all this is going on, though, Roman goes to grab Matt. Matt, a low blow with that right arm. Roman turns around, another low blow with that right arm. Cardona gets up, a huge grin on his face. He kind of shakes his arm a little bit. He wasn't hurt at all. Roman staggers back. Radio silence. The ref is in. One, two, shoulder up by Roman Reigns at the very last second. Unbelievable. Cardona is so frustrated. He thought he had him. He drags Roman to the corner, sets him up. Broski boot in the corner. Roman, he, he pulls him out, covers him. One, two, shoulder up by the champ Again, Cardona still is visibly frustrated. He goes to the corner. He's motioning for Roman to get up. He's looking for radio silence one more time. Roman gets up. Here comes Cardona. Roman catches him. Huge power bomb countering that finishing move. Both men stagger up to their feet. Roman off the ropes. Off the other ropes. Spear on Matt Cardona. The cover the count. One, 
two, foot on the rope. What? Chelsea put Matt's foot on the rope. Otherwise, there is no way Cardona would have been able to kick out of that. My goodness. Roman is irate. Heyman is still down from the low blow. There's nothing he can do about it. <laughs> Roman goes back to the corner. He's calling for that Superman punch. Leaps into the air. Cardona catches him. Backslide. One, two, kick out. Cardona charges him, but Roman locks in the guillotine. That devastating submission hold. Roman takes him down. Cardona has expended so much energy. He looks to be knocked out. The referee is checking him. Puts Matt's arm up, but Matt, Matt keeps his arm in the air. He's still in this. That doesn't last very long. That arm is just getting weaker and weaker. Ref goes to check again, but Cardona flips himself over. He's on top of Reigns, shoulders down. Chelsea grabs the foot. One, two, three. The referee calls for the bell. Roman can't believe what just happened. There's no announcement, though. Roman and the ref are, are, Roman's pleading his case. Did, did Matt Cardona tap out and the referee didn't see it? Finally, the ref goes to talk to Mike Rome and we hear Mike Rome say, ladies and gentlemen, here is your winner and new world heavyweight champion, Matt Cardona. I can't believe what we have just seen. Oh Chelsea gosh. Green held Roman's foot down. The ref didn't see it. He can only call what he sees. The decision is final. We have a new world heavyweight champion. Brian Myers and Smart Mark Sterling come out to celebrate with PBRs on the ramp. Roman Reigns is irate. He is destroying our announce table, destroying production equipment. It is mayhem here. But ladies and gentlemen, a new world champion has been crowned. We will see you next week. Oh my gosh. Right. Oh no. Cardona is champ. Cardona is the champ. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> oh, stop that. Your time is done. <laughs> it took a lot for me to book that. That's it took a lot for me to pull that trigger. That's let that's me a, just say that. That's that's a big that's a big trigger to pull is <laughs> to have that happen. Oh my gosh. That's huge. I get it, but <sighs> Right? <laughs> Wow, I kind of wish Brad was here. I think he would flip the table and move right now. <laughs> I, d- I, I, I did want to see Brad's live reaction to this. Brad, if you're watching this, I need you to like yeah. video your reaction yes, please. so we can see yes, what happens. Yes, please. Oh, my gosh. Well, wow. <laughs> I like the crow thing, too. Yeah. The sting. That's, that's fun. Yeah. I, I, I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Uh, and Jericho just being scared because Jericho can be scared, and it's Right. Hilarious. It's so funny. He's scared. Exactly. Uh, Lucha Bros showing yes. up. That's a nice little, uh, nice so, little surprise. So, so there's part of the trade. There's part of the trade. The Lucha Bros show up. There's the Lucha Bros for the Good Brothers. That's right. So we got that. And then it was AJ4 to be determined. So that's, that's right. That's, that's, uh, that's exciting. So yeah. Yes. I'm, I, yeah. Great show, man. Great Thanks. show. I, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it went a lot longer than I thought, but. I knew that main event had some time. So. Oh yeah. All right, well, yeah. My main event's about the same. It's All gonna right. have some time too. So we'll see. We shall see how it goes. I'm doing a little technical switcheroo because that's what it's technically called. Switcheroo. Switcheroo. <laughs> that's what it's called. All right. 
30 minutes on the clock to the Mayhem brand. Again, if you're listening, make sure you follow us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. These shows come out each and every Monday. Make sure that you give us some feedback. Let us know if you like what we're doing, if you're digging it, and all that kind of stuff. All right, ready to go? Ready. Here we go. There's no video package this week. All right. Uh, we see Kevin Owens getting out of a car backstage. Uh, he is arriving to the arena. Um, as he gets out of the car, all of a sudden he is face-to-face with none other than Triple H. And Triple H just simply looks at him, puts his arm around him, and says, Kev, I really need to speak with you as they walk away. Uh-oh. We cut to the commentary table. Michael Cole says, Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to PBWF Mayhem. I am Michael Cole with my broadcast colleague, Pat McAfee. And tonight we have a huge card for you as the main event is Kevin Owens defending the Pure Wrestling Championship against Sami Zayn in a ladder match. We are also going to have the contract signing of Seth Rollins versus John Moxley at Warzone and so much more. But let's start the show off with... That contract signing. John Moxley is making his way out to the ring. William Regal is already in the ring with the table. Two contract or contract is laid out. John Moxley is making his way out to the ring. He gets on the apron. He gets in the ring, and William Regal stops and says, "Ladies and gentlemen, in three weeks' time, Seth Rollins will be defending his Mayhem World Championship against John Moxley at Warzone. Now, this contract signing is important, and it will go smoothly. So let's continue." First, we have the challenger, John Moxley, who is already out here, and now your champion. Seth Rollins. Rollins is making his way out to the ring. He's got to be feeling good. He's had a lot of success over the last couple of weeks, and he's looking to continue that at Warzone. And even tonight with Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn, he makes his way out. The crowd is singing along with him. Everybody's ready to go, fired up. He gets in the ring. William Regal says, gentlemen, we've been over the contract separately in the back, and if neither man has a complaint, please, let's just sign this contract in an orderly fashion. (laughs) Moxley, without hesitation, grabs the contract, just signs it, and then throws the pen at at Seth, throws the contract at him, and Seth Rollins is sitting in the chair with his feet propped up on the table, just looking at him laughing. He has a microphone in his hand, he says, Mox, Mox, man, it is good to see you. I'm glad you've been doing well, you know, going solo, sowing your wild oats, having fun. It suits you, man. It really does. But let's be honest. You never really fit in, did you? I mean, not as well as Roman and I did. And you see how Roman's doing on the other brand. I'm the only champ out of all three of us. (laughs) You were nothing more than a lunatic, right? (laughs) What was it? PG Pillman? I think that's what we started calling you. But now you're hiding that wrestling skill, not behind being a lunatic, but by bleeding every week, right? I mean, and it works. It, It fits for you, but you're not really championship material, are you? I mean, not like I am. So why don't you just save yourself the embarrassment and just walk away? Moxley, very irate, grabs the mic and says, I'm glad to see nothing has changed with you. You've always been the one running your mouth, right, Seth? I mean, I can't lie. I'm not as gifted as you in the ring. You really are one of the best. But here's the difference, Seth. You've got your head so far up, Daddy Hunter, that you've been blind to everything I've done since we've last seen each other. I've proven I can carry a company. 
I can get the job done, and I don't need to bleed just to do it. So, Seth, you better be prepared, because I've told you before, I'm not a lunatic anymore, and I promise you at Warzone, I will finish the job that I started all those years ago. Seth Rollins very furiously signs the contract, throws it at Moxley. Both of them are just standing looking at each other. All of a sudden, Moxley jumps the table, starts attacking Seth Rollins. William Regal throws the contract in the air, just leaves the ring. They're throwing left and rights. They're going at it. All of a sudden, a jumping knee from from Moxley, bouncing Seth off the, off the ropes, right into a paradigm shift through the table. Triple H and Revision are now running out to the ring. Moxley very quickly bails. He is looking very sharp, though, before we get to Warzone. He has a lot of revenge that he wants to get on not just Seth Rollins but the rest of Revision as well. We are very excited to see what's going to happen um, at Warzone. Moxley bells quickly. Triple H and them. Triple H is checking on him. Kevin Owens is yelling out at Moxley. FTR, Wardlow, they're all out there. Moxley just smiles as he walks away as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break, and Michael Cole on commentary says, now it is time for the number one contender for the Pure Wrestling Championship. The winner of this match will face the winner of tonight's ladder match at Warzone. Who am I? I Keith Lee is making his way out to the ring. It has been a while since we have seen Keith Lee But his time here, he has impressed William Regal to give him this chance, to give him this opportunity to fight for the Pure Wrestling Championship at Warzone. He gets in the ring, and here comes his opponent. The ring better be reinforced for this one because Miro is making his way out after dominantly squashing MJF last week. Miro is ready to prove that he deserves to be the pure wrestling champion so that he can prove to be a world champion one day. He gets in the ring. The referee rings the bell. And these two big men are just trying to get the advantage. Keith Lee tries to go for the spirit bomb early, but Miro gets out of it. He goes for the super kick, but Keith Lee catches it and plants him with a huge urinagi. Uh, Keith Lee sends Miro into the corner, goes for a splash, but Miro gets out of the way and nails Keith Lee with a huge German suplex. Miro tries to lock in the game over, but Keith Lee escapes and hits a a poison rana on Miro out of nowhere, sending Miro out of the ring. He can hit it. Uh, Keith Lee then bounces off the ropes and hits a huge suicide dive, taking out Miro right into the announce table. The announce table shifts really close. Michael Cole and Pat McAfee bounce out of the way to try to get out of the way. we got to take a commercial break as we continue this match. Uh, we come back from this match and Miro and Keith Lee both take each other out with a clothesline. Both men are down. They're slowly trying to pull themselves back up. They're trading shots back and forth. This is the first time we have seen Miro be contested like this here in PBWF Mayhem. Keith Lee tries to bounce off the rope for a running crossbody, but out of nowhere, Miro just catches him and plants him with like a world's strongest slam. He covers him one, two, Keith Lee kicks out. Miro tries to lock in the game over again, but once again, Keith Lee escapes it. Miro takes off running towards Lee, but then this time Lee catches him with a massive spirit bomb out of nowhere. One, two, Miro kicks out. Lee is slowly pulls Miro up, but Miro catches him with a huge kick to the side of the head. Both men completely fall back. The referee is checking on Keith Lee as Miro is trying to pull himself up, but from behind, MJF comes across and cracks him with some brass knuckles out of nowhere. Miro is staggering over and directly into the huge big bang from Keith Lee. One, two, three. Keith Lee gets the massive win over Miro and will face the winner of tonight's main event at Warzone for the Pure Wrestling Championship. 
Keith Lee bails out of the ring. He doesn't really know what happened. All he knows is that he won the match. Miro is very slowly pulling himself back up, realizing what happened. All of a sudden, this look of anger just comes across his face. MJF just bails out of the ring, out of the arena, basically. Miro is hot after him, running right after him. Wow. We cut backstage, and uh, Renee Young is standing with Sammy Zayn, and she says, Sammy, what is your plan going into the match tonight? And Sammy says, my plan? <laughs> my plan is to remind everyone of the real Sammy Zayn. No more conspiracies, no more complaining. No, instead, I'm the heart and soul of mayhem. And tonight, I'm going to remind an old friend of that as we cut to commercial break. Mm. We come back from commercial break. Mm. Malachi Black is making his way out with Julia Hart right by his side. None of the rest of House of Black is with him this week, but it's just Malachi Black and Julia Hart. They make their way out to the ring. They get into the ring. Malachi Black has a microphone in his hand. He says, Brock Lesnar, why do you hide from him? (laughs) Why are you so afraid? He is coming for you. He is coming to reclaim his beast. Imagine the power you could have, Brock. Imagine the true power that you could have. Brock, you won't be able to run forever. Julia Hart grabs the microphone. He says, she says, he is the answer to everything, Brock. He is our purpose now. And he will direct our path just like he did for Brother Brody, for Brother, uh, for brother Malachi, for Brother Buddy, and for me. Brock Lesnar just bails out of the ring. He storms down to the ring. There's no pyro. There's no music from this week. He has had enough. Brock hits the ring, and he kind of, if you they do a close-up, Brock has this little black paint around his eye from where the mist kind of hit him. It's kind of clung to him. Mm. And everyone kind of, Malachi Black just kind of steps back, but Julia Hart just kind of steps right towards Brock Lesnar. She has the microphone in her hand. She says, Brock, he sent me a message for you. He doesn't want you to just join him. He wants to remake you, reform you. And at Warzone, the devil is coming for his beast. And out of nowhere, she sprays the black mask, the, uh, the black mist all over Bla- uh, Brock Lesnar's face again. Brock is down the mat, screaming and writhing in pain. Julia Hart and Malachi Black just stand over Brock, smiling. And over the PA system, we just hear the sinister laugh of, Bra- of Bray Wyatt over the entire arena. All the lights come out, cut out. And then we cut backstage and we see Drew McIntyre walking towards the ring. He's going to be in action against uh, Wade Barrett next. Mm. Segment five, we'll come back from commercial break. And there's a video package for John Cena uh, hyping his return in just four weeks. And here come the Knights of Wrestling. No bar this time. It is just Wade Barrett flanked by Walter, ready to prove their dominance here in Mayhem. This is the first time other than the bar that we have seen. This is the first time Wade Barrett has been in the ring in some time. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. He does not have an easy opponent to have his first match with. As Drew McIntyre makes his way out to the ring, 
no sword this time. He has a purpose. He has a mission. He just goes right down to the ring, marches all the way down to the ring. He slides in. The referee rings the bell, and all of a sudden, they just both start trying to gain position. They try to get... They go back and forth. Drew tries to get the upper hand um, by nailing Wade Barrett with a huge belly-to-back suplex. Drew then hits Wade with another suplex before kipping up and standing in the corner. He yells, three, two, one, takes off running, but Wade Barrett rolls out of the ring. He's not going to have it this way. Drew slides out to go after him, but instead eats a massive big boot from Wade Barrett. Uh, Wade then grabs Drew McIntyre and throws him as hard as he can into the barricade. Barrett then throws Drew into the ring. He slides into the ring, but Drew catches him with a future shock DDT out of nowhere. covers him one, two. Wade Barrett kicks out. Drew goes back into the corner for the Claymore, but that while Wade Barrett kind of distracts the referee, Walter jumps up on the apron and just chops basically the flesh off of Drew McIntyre's <laughs> chest, sending him completely flying out of the ring as we cut to commercial break. What segment is this? Segment six. I gotta hurry. Uh, segment six. Wade Barrett is in complete control. He is setting up for the wasteland, but Drew breaks out of it and nails him with another Future Shock DDT. Drew is too tired to go for the cover, though, but instead he goes into the corner. He goes for the Claymore, but this time Wade Barrett catches him with a huge spine buster. Uh, Wade Barrett exposes his elbow pad for the bull hammer. He winds it up, goes for it, but uh, Drew McIntyre just catches him with a Claymore out of nowhere, covers him one two, three. Drew McIntyre gets the win, but before he can even celebrate, Walter is in the ring. They're both just beating down on Drew McIntyre. The bar now comes out. They get into the ring. They're just completely beating up on Drew McIntyre. Uh, Walter kind of lifts Drew up and nails him with a huge power bomb. The Knights of Wrestling just get out of the ring. They're making their way up to the ring, uh, up the ramp. Uh, Drew McIntyre has rolled out of the ring. Wait a minute. The Knights of Wrestling just kind of stop and look. They look very confused. That We know that music. That's MVP. Here comes MVP with the cane and the suit out. What is going on? What is MVP doing here? He kind of stops before Walter. He just smiles. They shake hands, and MVP just starts walking down to the ring. We're going to have to take a commercial break. Hopefully, we can figure out what he's doing here when we come back. Wow. Okay. We come back from commercial break. M- MVP is standing in the ring. He's got a microphone in his hand. He says, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm back. And I'm here to bring out the best. In fact, I'm here to right a wrong from a little while ago. Mm-hmm. I'm here to bring back the pain and punishment to mayhem. And in fact, I found not three, but four people who are in the business of hurting people. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me reintroduce you to the Hurt Business. Wow. Wait a minute. I was expecting to hear Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin's music. I was not expecting to hear the Street Profits are here on Mayhem. This tag team division just gets restacked every single time. They are making their way out. They're not dancing, though. They are just making their way out to the ring. They are in the ring with MVP. Both men shake hands. Wait a minute. I'm on my own. Bianca Belair's music hit. She has joined the Hurt Business. We saw her in action last week against Ruby Soho. We saw a different side of Bianca than we've seen before. She is making her way out. She is joining her husband, Montez Ford, in the ring with Angelo Dawkins and MVP. But wait, MVP said there are four men. There are four people that are going to be a part of this. Of course, Bobby Lashley is making his way to the ring. 
Bobby Lashley, this is this division has become completely turned over. With a man like Bobby Lashley, you never know what's going to happen. Bobby Lashley makes his way, gets into the ring, shakes hands with everybody in the ring. MVP has the microphone in his hand again. He says, I am sending out a warning to Revision, to the Elite, to Bullet Club, to the Knights of Wrestling. Shoot, we'll add the Bloodline. <laughs> the major players. <laughs> Undisputed Era, if they're even a thing anymore. <laughs> we are going to prove that we are the best faction of all time as we cut to commercial break. Mm. We come back from commercial break. We're in segment eight. Shinsuke Nakamura is making his way, his entrance. He's already halfway through his entrance. When we come back from commercial break, he gets into the ring and his opponent... Samoa Joe makes his way out to the ring after completely annihilating CM Punk last week. Joe is here to prove a point. He is here to make his stay on Revolution, on Mayhem, not Revolution. Uh, he is here to make his stay on Mayhem. Uh, he gets into the ring and the bell rings and Shinsuke takes off running towards Samoa Joe. Uh, but Joe quickly catches him with a huge Uranagi followed by a running senton. Samoa Joe throws Nakamura into the corner. He lifts him up and plants him with a massive muscle buster. But this time Joe doesn't go for the cover. Instead, he just locks in the Coquina clutch. Nakamura quickly taps out. This thing is thrown out, but Samoa Joe just refuses to break the hold. Nakamura is fading very quickly and finally he just passes out and finally Samoa Joe uh, lets go of the hold, grabs Nakamura just throws him out of the ring. He calls for a microphone and Joe grabs the mic and he says, Punk, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. All the praise, adulation you receive for coming back and doing the bare minimum, I've had it with you. I'm not going to stop until I end you once and for all. We've had some wars in the past, but nothing will compare to this. At Warzone, I am putting you back in the retirement home where you belong. Maybe just like your uh, may and maybe just maybe you'll be able to go back to UFC and lose all your credibility there too because you are not welcome here. Nakamura is very slowly kind of pulling himself up on the apron. Smojo rolls out of the ring, locks in the coquina clutch again. They're trying to break it off. They're trying to get to him. They're not being able to break it. Finally, the referees are able to pull him apart from Nakamura as he kind of goes up the ramp. We uh, cut backstage, and Renee Young is standing with Kenny Omega and Adam Page. And she says, Kenny, how will you be able to prepare for your war with the Bullet Club in a couple of weeks? Uh, Kenny says, Renee, the elite hasn't found much success here, but all of that changes tonight. Tonight, we beat the Good Brothers, and in a couple of weeks, I put Bullet Club behind me once and for all. And here comes Adam Hangman Page and Kenny Omega reforming their tag team to take on the Good Brothers tonight. What is going to happen? We are going to take our commercial break before this match. We come back from commercial break. And here comes the Good Brothers. AJ Styles and Finn Balor and the Young Bucks have been barred from ringside for this match, so it's just the Good Brothers making their way out to the ring. 
They get into the ring. The bell rings, and Paige and, Lu- and uh, Doc Gallows are the legal men, and immediately Paige is on the attack. This match is really fast-paced. The Good Brothers are going for a magic killer early, but Kenny gets out of it and hits Carl Anderson with a huge V-trigger, and Paige nails Gallows with a huge suplex. Uh, Gallows tags in Anderson as Paige tags in Omega. Carl Anderson hits a running dropkick on Kenny, sending Kenny off the ropes and into a... Uh, bouncing off of the ropes and then comes back into a huge spine buster from Carl Anderson. He covers him one, two, Kenny kicks out the last second. Anderson goes for the cutter, but Kenny catches him with a huge dragon sleeper. Gallows tries to get in the ring, but is immediately met with a massive buckshot lariat out of nowhere. Omega lifts up Anderson and plants him with the one-winged angel. One, two, three. Page and Omega are the winners, but immediately they start to attack the Good Brothers, and Styles and Finn Balor start running out, and now the Bullet Club, now the Young Bucks are out here. It's all a massive brawl. Um, as they're running out, the the Styles and Balor are getting very close to the ring, and all of a sudden, from the crowd, the Bucks super kick them, completely taking them out. Uh, Anderson eats another one-winged angel. Gallows eats another um, Buckshot Lariat as we cut, to, or as we cut backstage um, to William Regal, who is standing there and he's, he's talking with Renee Young, and Renee says, Sir, you said you had something that you wanted to share with everybody. William Regal says, Yes, Renee, in two weeks, I'm going to make a very special announcement concerning our next pay-per-view after Warzone. Hmm. Sami Zayn is making his way out to the ring. The ring is now filled with nothing but ladders. The Pure Wrestling Championship is hanging above. Our main event is coming up right after this commercial break. We come back from our commercial break, uh, and they kind of run down the card. They said, next week on Mayhem, William Regal has a major announcement to make regards to our pay-per-view war zone, uh, to our pay-per-view after war zone. Miro will get his revenge on MJF as they go one-on-one in, one in a no-holds-barred match. John Moxley will be uh, in the arena face-to-face with Seth Rollins. Drew McIntyre will once again be in action, and so much more. But now it is time for our main event. What segment is this? Ten. Okay. Yep. Uh, Kevin Owens makes his way out to the ring. <clears throat> they make the, He makes his way out to the ring. They get into the ring. The bell finally rings. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they just kind of stand face to face. The crowd has been waiting for this. It's definitely a uh, Kevin Steen versus El Generico style of match. They look face to face in the center of the ring. Both men look up at the championship, and then they look at each other. And then immediately they just start hockey fighting, throwing punches back and forth. Sammy gets the upper hand by sending Kevin out of the ring. Sammy slides out of the ring and takes Kevin down with a clothesline. He then grabs the ladder, but when he turns around, Kevin Owens nails him with a huge drop kick, uh, sending the ladder crashing on top of Sammy. Uh, Kevin Owens grabs the ladder, slides it into the ring. He tries to set it up, but from behind, Sammy Zane nails him with a drop kick to the back of the head. Sammy places the ladder in the corner and sends Kevin Owens into that corner. He goes for the Huluva kick, but KO moves out of the way, and Sammy gets his leg trapped in the ladder. Kevin Owens then kicks the back of his knee, sending Sammy dangling in a tree of woe from the ladder. Kevin Owens goes into the other corner, takes off running, and nails him with a huge cannonball onto the ladder. Kevin Owens then slides back out of the ring, grabs another ladder, brings it into the ring. He sets it up and begins to climb. He is reaching for the title, but finally Sami Zayn is finally up with him. Uh, with them and begins, they begin to throw punches at each other. All of a sudden, they start to lose balance. This, the ladder begins to tip, sending Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn flying out of the ring through the 
announce table. This thing is absolutely taken apart. We're going to have to take our last commercial break before this match is over. Oh, my gosh. We come back from commercial break, and both men are way absolutely gashed, just throwing punches at one another. Kevin Owens connects with the punch. Sami Zayn connects with the punch. Kevin Owens connects. Sami connects. Kevin goes for another punch, but uh, this time Sami Zayn dodges it and hits him with an exploder suplex directly into a ladder. Uh, Sami begins to slowly climb up a ladder that's already placed, but Kevin Owens is somehow back on his feet and pulls him off, low-blowing Sami Zayn. He lifts him up and connects with a huge package pile driver on top of the ladder. Sami is now busted open. While Kevin Owens is very slowly climbing up the ladder, he re- is reaching for the championship, but somehow Sami Zayn is back on his feet, and both men begin to trade shots once again on the top of the ladder. Sami is able to kick uh, the side of Kevin Owens' head, sending him crashing to the mat. Sami Zayn is all alone. He goes for the championship, but out of nowhere from the crowd, Seth Rollins jumps into the ring and pulls down uh, Sami Zayn and then pushes over the ladder. Seth then delivers a massive curb stomp onto the ladder before setting up another ladder and helping Kevin Owens up the ladder. Kevin Owens is almost there, but then from the crowd, John Moxley slides into the ring and begins to throw punches with Seth Rollins. Kevin Owens almost has the championship. His fingertips are on it, but Moxley sends Seth crashing into the ladder, knocking Kevin completely out of the ring and onto the floor. Seth can't believe what just happened. When he turns around, he eats a paradigm shift on top of a ladder. Moxley pushes Seth out of the ring while Sami Zayn very slowly sets up a ladder and begins to climb up the ladder. He is all the top. He is on his own, and he's able to pull down the championship. Sami Zayn is your new pure wrestling champion. Yes, he had a little help. Give the assist to John Moxley, but he was able to survive Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Sami Zayn is in the ring celebrating. You got to give the assist to Moxley. While Sami is in the ring celebrating, Seth Rollins is is with Kevin Owens. He's trying to explain himself. He's trying to explain what happened. Uh, But Kevin Owens doesn't want to hear it right now. He begins to walk to the back. Seth turns, like grabs Kevin, turns him around, but Kevin Owens just shoves Seth down before storming off to the back. Is this the end of revision? Are we seeing the end right now? Is is Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins' friendship done? We'll hopefully we'll find out more next week. Join us for more mayhem. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, it's always going to be a good show when a ladder <laughs> match is the main event of not a pay-per-view. Right. Especially between guys like Kevin Sammy. Right. Very El Generico Kevin Steen. I like that reference. Yep. It's good. Um, the Hurt Business, man. I love that. If you can't tell, I like factions. That's so good. If you yes. can't tell, I'm a big fan of, of groups. <laughs> but. Ooh. Okay, Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're all being they're all being used though, right? That's now, so. true. That's true. They are. That's right. That's true. They all have a big part. That makes sense. Um, her business is great. Yeah, the main event was great. The most shocking thing though on the whole show to me was Wade Barrett not winning. Yeah, like Drew McIntyre. I mean, Drew getting a win. Okay, it's not surprising that. Drew got the win. It's more that Wade Barrett didn't. Yeah, you know? I think part of the reasoning why though is because he does have the ring rust of not being in the ring for a while. That's true. And so I could have had like Walter help to win, but I think it kind of furthers the storyline of sure. you know Walter telling him he's not good enough. Oh well, I'll just beat one of your guys. Right. So like you know, right now we're heading to to a certain spot. But yeah, I I didn't want. It was one of those like I I don't want this to happen, but I kind of. Like, I want this feud to move on, so I kind of have to, at some point... Somebody's got to lose. Yeah. 50-50 booking, somebody's got to lose. And Drew has lost a lot. (laughs) So I need him to start racking up some wins. Right. Man, good stuff. Uh, And you know that a contract signing in WWE or AEW or wherever you have it... Never 
turns out civil. So no. why why would we be surprised now? <laughs> good stuff, man. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was very good, very fast paced show. Lots of stuff in it. Lots of stuff in both shows this week. Revolution and Mayhem Week Ten. Make sure that you like and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Make sure you're tuning in, checking out our archives, checking out our car product episodes. These are a lot of fun. Yeah. Hope you guys dig what we're doing. Hope you love fantasy booking as much as we do. <laughs> um, Man, uh, again, this is an episode that doesn't sound like all of our other ones. Our partner in crime, Mr. Brad Beal, is not with us. But uh, we will truck on and can't wait to get his reaction from what we do coming up very soon. All right, man. That's going to do it. We're going to sign off with this edition of the PBWF. Pie Bomb Wrestling Federation presented to you by the Pie Bomb Wrestling Podcast. He, yes, that's right. Pie Bomb Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> thought I left out a word there. Like, that's all right. <laughs> He is Andy York. My name is Chris Belcher. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will catch you guys down the road.